Welcome to Women Living Courageously. We are so glad that you've joined us today. And we have something special today. Being the month of February, we're talking about love and marriage and God's love. And there is a new resource from Love We're Finding. It's called The Music of Marriage. There was a series Adrian Rogers did, and they've put it into a book format, and it's all about marriage. It's wonderful. I've had the privilege to be part of that resource, and I think you're going to love it. And in fact, today, we're going to give you the chance to win a copy of that book. And when I got to thinking about how we could talk about and present love in the month of February, I had the idea that maybe we could key on the music of marriage and I could talk to a friend of mine, actually have her in for an interview and think about music and marriage, because those are two things that are very prominent and very encouraging and inspiring in her life. And so today in the studio, we are blessed to have my friend, Lelaine Vaughn. We've been friends, I guess, over 20 years. Yes. And I want her to start by introducing herself. So, Lelania, tell us a little bit about you. Yes, Lelania Vaughn. I am married to Carrie Vaughn, who's the CEO of Love Worth Finding Ministries. We have been married for almost 30 years. Uh, we have two beautiful children. Our daughter is 28, Logan. And we have a son who is uh, 25, Colton. And he recently got married. So I have a beautiful daughter-in-law, Ashley Ewan Vaughn. Uh, we are just so excited about that. So I've been a private voice instructor for about uh, 30 years. And I am also the director of fine arts at Tipton Rosemark Academy. So I work with the choirs and the theater from sixth through twelfth grades. I love what I do. I tell people, I said, teaching is kind of my platform for ministry. I love teaching, but I know that my calling is to just mentor and encourage and pray and draw those students closer to the Lord. So I take that job very seriously, but I know it's ministry at the foremost. Well, you know, I was also thinking about, as I was preparing for today, that you and I are both pastor's wives, and we served on a staff in town together years ago, but you and your husband have taken on a pastor and wife role recently. Tell us a little bit about that. We have. So about three years ago, God called us uh, from the church where we were, that we had been 27 years, and we are now uh, pastor and wife of a church called Community Baptist Church, and uh, we have been so blessed. It was not anything we were looking for, which is how God works, and uh, a close friend of mine, as I was praying through that, she said, you know, God just calls us to be obedient. And when you're obedient, he blesses. And we could not have foreseen what God was going to do. When we came to that little church, um, the pastor had retired and they had been without a pastor for about a year. And uh, we had an opportunity to come in and uh, Carrie just was uh, filling in throughout the summer months. And they came to him and said, we really feel like you're our man that we're looking for. Uh, So as we began to pray, God opened that door. And um, we just love pouring into the people in our community. That's wonderful. And, I, and I'll tell you, when I think about you, I think about music, I think about ministry, and I think about marriage. Yes. So let's talk a little bit more about music. Yes. Because I know that's a big part of your life. And it so is. I would love to know um, what have been some of the things you've gotten to do musically in your life. Part of my testimony is uh, years ago, I was uh, fresh out of college. Uh, Carrie and I got married. And probably within the next two or three years, God gave me an opportunity to uh, do some singing and uh actually do some competing in some national competitions. And one of those was for Loretta Lynn. (laughs) And I won and got to open for her in concert. That led to an opportunity to do a country music career. I had some producers working with me. um, 
thought that might be an avenue that I would look to do because music had always been an important part of my life. And a lot of people who knew me said my voice lent itself to country sounding music. But um, that was not the path that God had called me to, and I knew it. Um, I spent about a year in Nashville uh, doing a lot of the recording, and they were prepping me to meet with uh, record labels. And during that time that we were at church at Bellevue, I just really felt like the Lord was speaking to my heart saying, that is not what I've called you to do with that voice. I did not give you that talent to be singing country music. And that kind of ties me back to uh, when I got saved at 13. I knew uh, at 13 that I was called to music ministry. Didn't know what that would look like. But during that time in my life, God very specifically told me, I want you to use your, your talent, your singing, this gift I've given you for worship. And, uh, and that's what I've been doing ever since. So I'm a worship leader at our church, and I have been doing that for over 30 years in the churches where I have been. Um, and it's a privilege. I love it. And that's wonderful. And, I, and that we've gotten to do some things together where I've taught and, and you've done the music, and it's Absolutely. been a privilege in several different states. That's right. In fact, and so it, it is fun when God calls you to use what he gave you, yes. your gifts and your talents and your abilities for him. Absolutely. And it's very rewarding. It is. Okay, so tell us what it looks like since God called you to be in the Christian world of music. Yes. What has that meant for you? Yes. About 10 years after my time in Nashville uh, recording, uh, God brought a producer uh, from Nashville to do a recording at Bellevue Baptist Church for our Centennial CD, and I was chosen as a soloist for that project. Um, soon after that, this producer approached me and said, have you ever considered uh, doing a solo project? And uh, that led into my first Christian CD, which I have here with us today. Uh, it was called There is Joy. And then about 10 years later, I did a lot of uh, conferences, leading worship, even went to India on a mission trip and led a w women's conference there. Um, God allowed me to do a second CD, and it's uh, both of them are, are very near and dear to my heart. Uh, the second CD was called Work of Art, and I've had an opportunity to do a lot of conferences locally, uh, regionally, state, uh, nationally, but um, I just I love each song on these CDs because it tells my story, tells my testimony, and the journey that God has taken me on throughout my life. Well, let's just talk kind of fun questions about yes. music. What is your favorite song to sing personally? Like, what do you love to be asked to sing? Yes, I love all styles of music, but within the gospel realm, I love the song I'd Rather Have Jesus. It's a hymn. I've, I've performed that through the years at many churches, and it's a song that's very near and dear to my heart. That's a great song. Yes. All right, what about your favorite singer or group? So I love Natalie Grant. Um, she is she's been consistent through the years uh, with her, just the way she uh, writes. I know she co-writes a lot, but I love um, how she brings to the forefront her love and passion for Jesus, and that shows in every song that she performs. Um, if you back it up a few years growing up, I was uh, loved Sandy Patty. Um, I really like a, a variety of styles of uh, worship music. Um, kind of on the current scene, I like Charity Gale. She's a newer artist, got some great stuff. We've been performing that uh, in our worship time at our church now. Um, we, I'm thinking uh, we... The Kingdom is another group that uh, I listen to a lot. There's so many good artists out right now. There's so much good music. Absolutely. All right. Well, let's talk a little bit about music in marriage. Since yes. That's the name of the yes. book that's coming out. As a pastor's wife, a mom, and a woman who works full time, how do you keep the music going in your marriage? We date. We have weekly dates. That's something we have done since uh, we first got married. Uh, we make it a point to put it on our calendar, and it's usually on a Friday night. If we're busy on a Friday night, we do it on a Saturday. But we try to make a point to have time together as a couple. I think that's so important. Um, 
your husband should be your best friend or, you know, I mean, it's a it's a relationship that needs to be constantly worked on. It's not something we should ever take for granted. Um, and so, yes, we have dates. I love that. And you have a date night tonight, right? We do have a date night right after this. <laughs> I think that's I don't wonderful. know where he's taking me. He surprises me. <laughs> what are some of the things you two enjoy doing together? So we have always been uh, big moviegoers, whether it's watching one of our favorite movies at home. Um, We also love going to the Orpheum Theater because both of us have a background in the arts, fine arts. And uh, so we love going and seeing wonderful stage plays. Uh, We like to listen to the orchestras. Um, So sometimes we'll go to the symphony. But we try to do different things. Um, We also love to ride bikes together. We both love the outdoors. And uh, sometimes it's a walk, but we both love biking. So uh, we discovered that during the quarantine. We had more time at home, and we found uh, that that was something we love to do together. Those are those are all great yes. ideas. Absolutely. What about what makes you laugh? What would really crack you oh, up in goodness. your marriage? Carrie just makes me laugh. <laughs> He's just, <laughs> he is just a funny person. Um, so really anything, any story he tells, uh, he is very charismatic and just um, I love. That was one of the things that I fell in love with when I met him was his uh, sense of humor. So, um, But we also like to play family games. So board games, uh, just fun things at home, and that always makes you laugh, you know. But uh, that's probably one of my favorite times is just uh, being with him and uh, being with our family together. Absolutely. Well, you know, some some that are listening may be struggling in their marriage. Yes. And so when your life hits a hard chord or a mm-hmm. difficult note, yes. what do you do to make things better? You know, uh, Carrie and I have had the great privilege of counseling uh, young couples before they get married. Um, And one thing that we talk about is communication. Like whatever you're going through, you've got to talk it out. You can't go to your corners and not speak. You've got to be um, you got to be real and you've got to share your hurts and uh, share your concerns and and the trials that you're going through. You're not walking those alone if Jesus Christ is at the center of it all. And, And that's another thing I tell them. I said, along with that communication, be aware that. Um, our husbands are a gift. You know, our families are gifts to us, but they cannot meet every single need. And I think sometimes as women, we're looking to the people in our life to meet our needs. And that's that's where Jesus comes in. Jesus is the, is the only one who can completely meet our needs. And uh, But we need to, to be real. And I think communication is the key to any marriage. Absolutely. I would say that is true for us as well and for so many. And yes. so if someone's struggling today, do you have any other good word of marriage advice for them or encouragement for them? You know, I know everybody says, you know, pray. And we think that's just so simplistic, but there is power in prayer, Um, you know, and reading the word. uh, Sometimes it's hard. Uh, I know one thing that I've shared with a lot of ladies, I'm real. You know, I I have struggles, too. It's hard to find that discipline to stay in the word of God. Um, But there's power in God's word. I was reading this past week and in Hebrews 4, it talks about that 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 word is alive and active. And when we are reading God's word, it changes us. It does something powerful in our lives. But then we need to take that time to boldly approach the throne of grace and bring our prayers to God. I think it's also important to have godly uh, women in our lives who are pouring into us, um, accountability partners, people who are mentoring us. So even though we're talking about marriage here, there's a lot of obviously Jesus at the center, but there's a lot of people who um, should be surrounding you, praying for you, encouraging you. I think that's valuable. Thank you so much for everything you shared about marriage and about your music. And we're inspired and encouraged by the things that you shared. And we are actually, as I mentioned at the beginning, giving away some books, The Music of Marriage. And so I want you to hear a little bit more about those books. It's not love that keeps your marriage together. It's marriage that keeps your love together. And marriage is based on commitment. And commitment is based on the Lordship of Jesus Christ. 
To have sweet music in our homes, we need melody, harmony, and rhythm. Pastor, speaker, and author Adrian Rogers helps couples of all ages experience the music of marriage in this profound new book from Love Worth Finding. Taken straight from the messages of Adrian Rogers, learn how to have harmony in the home, what to do when the string snaps, how to tune up tired marriages, and more. For your gift this month, we'd like to send you a copy of The Music of Marriage. Request yours when you call one 800 647-9400 or you can give online at lwf.org Alright, so we've got these wonderful books that you can win and Lelania has graciously offered two of her CDs as gifts as part of this giveaway. And so what you need to do if you want to win one of the four prizes, either one of the two books or one of the two CDs, is you need to leave us a podcast review. This helps us as we're getting started. We're brand new. And so how you do that is a little complicated for some, but you're already on a podcast, so you got there somehow. And so if you will scroll down and look for the place where it says leave a review and leave us a word, it can be just one sentence, and then we need you to take a picture of it. It or screenshot it and get it to us. You can email it to us. My email is mred at lwf.org, or you can send it to me on Facebook or Instagram or wherever we're connected, or you can just let us send us a question and get it to the ministry, and we'll make sure you're entered in the drawing. This is a wonderful opportunity for you to get some great resources, and so we hope you win. So back to our conversation. Yes. All right. I had a few other questions, just general. We've okay. talked about music. We've talked Absolutely. about marriage. But I would love to know, do you have a life verse or a yes. life quote that you would love to share? I do. Philippians 3, 13 and 14 has been my life verse. Um, it says, brothers and sisters, I do not consider myself to have yet taken hold of it. But one thing I do, forgetting what is behind and looking what, to what is ahead, I press on toward the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. Um, I found that verse soon after I got saved. Um, and, and I had come through a really dark time in my life. And one of the mottos that Carrie and I always share with uh, young couples or anyone we mentor and are um, praying with is it's not how you start, it's how you finish. Finish well. And that's what that verse means to me. Forget what is behind. We can't change the course of things, but we can run and press on toward that prize for which God has called us heavenward in Christ Jesus. I think that is the most important thing we can do is just keep our eyes on Jesus. All right. So I like to ask people, mm-hmm. we say we're ordinary women yes. that serve an extraordinary God. So yes. how are you an ordinary woman? So let me give you an example. What makes you just one of the girls? So, for example, I like to take long walks. I like to eat chips and dip. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like to listen to loud praise music. So <laughs> what about you? What makes you just one of the girls? I am a coffee girl. I wish that I didn't love coffee so much. That is my one go-to. Uh, but I do. I love coffee. I love coffee shops. I love to meet friends for coffee. So you put coffee and friends together, and that is my favorite favorite time, just to have good. a conversation. Um, I love Italian food. That's one of my favorite types of food. I've never been to Italy, but that's on my bucket list. I want to go to Italy. Um, if it's a movie night, I'm going to have uh, Diet Dr. Pepper and my dark chocolate raisinettes. Those are, that's my one guilty pleasure is those raisinettes. And I, other, any other time, I'm drinking my water and I'm having my cup of coffee. All right. On the other side of this, now that we know you're just one of the girls, yes. uh, how have you experienced God to be extraordinary in your life? Gosh, he's done so many wonderful things in my life. Um, 
you know, really just calling us to this church recently. That was not on my radar. That was not anything, you know, um, I had planned. You know how it is. Even as Christian women, we have these plans that uh, we have mapped out for our lives. And that was not anything I had intended. But God has been so real in that and so evident in working through that. Another thing that is just a, a little sweet God wink is what I call them, is when I'll be going through a really difficult time and maybe a friend that I haven't talked to in months sends me a text message and says, hey, girl, I don't know why you're on my heart today, but God put you on my heart and I'm praying for you. That shows me that God is is at work in my life. To me, that's extraordinary that he cares about every detail of our lives. So those are just some really uh, beautiful moments that I feel like God has uh, brought to me here recently that I can share with you. That's a great word. All right. Where can people find you if they want to hear you sing or they want to find your music? Is there a way for them to connect with you or get in touch with you? Really just through my Facebook. Um, Everything that I do, I really kind of keep tied to the Facebook. I also have a group that I started about two years ago for our ladies called Women of Joy. And that's also a Facebook. Um, And it's we've been reading the Chronological Bible together. But anything that I'm doing with uh, worship time, sometimes we'll post videos of things from our church. So really just Lelaine Yvonne on Facebook or Women of Joy, which is our our group as well. Wonderful. So I encourage you. I'm in her Women of Joy group and she shares how you can read through the Bible in a year and and she puts up a little amount of scripture that you can read each day. And so if you want more information and you want to connect with Lelania, look for her on Facebook. That's our encouragement today to everybody that's listening. We are just regular girls. We are ordinary women, but we serve an amazing, extraordinary God and we can trust Him. 